0: a podcast that will help you ease your mind we'll explain the part real nicely then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never
1: have to have
0: a spooky time it's ruined
2: oh
1: hello welcome to ruined hello <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm Hallie.
3: I'm Allison. Wow. If, if we're going to do a big year-end blowout episode, shouldn't it start with the most awkward and reminiscent of the early days opening to this podcast? Oh, absolutely.
1: Like, when you say blowout, you mean like a, when a baby's diaper blows up. Yeah, out, yep. You know that's what I mean? What this is going to be. Or you have to leave Target in disgrace. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of blowout we're having right now. Oh, also, this is Ruined, uh, uh, a, yes. a horror movie podcast. We ruined a horror movie just for you. Just for you. Um, Allison, how are you doing? I mean, I'm. I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Well, you know, I'll tell you, it's like 2022, man. Pull back really, the curtain. Really put me through the rigger. Um, well, it's I almost was, over. Yeah, I was in what what might call a car crash yesterday, <laughs> and um, we I was in an Uber, uh, my endless search for an apartment, uh, going to a place, and uh, we were um, on the 101 here in beautiful Los Ooh, Angeles on the 101, and so it is middle of the day, but it's Saturday, so it's like busy but not crazy, and. We're sort of, you know how, like, there's a lineup to get off the exit, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a light at the top of the exit. So we're in line. Literally, so we come to a stop. The car behind us just plows into us. Oh, Which God. makes me think they were on their phone. Yes, because-
3: 100%. I assume everyone in L.A. is on their phones when
1: they're driving. Which is fucking terrifying. Yeah. And I felt horrible. And also, my head whipped back. Ugh. And my jaw, like, slams shut. So then, afterwards, I'm like afraid to like turn my head. Um, but you know, the driver drove off, obviously everyone exchanged information. And then I ended up going to, with ex-boyfriend of the pod, Dave, we were already getting, meaning you have to get lunch and, and we went with me to the urgent care. Okay. Smart. And you know, and this is, a, this is a great, uh, you know, uh, reflection of what life could be like, uh, as I choose, choose militant optimism as we go into 2023, which is I, uh, the doctor came in and I was really paranoid. Like, I want an x-ray. Like, I just want to make sure. I mean, as a woman who had spine surgery. Yeah. I was like, just fucking look at my spine. Just look at it. I just d- tell me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to wake up in four, five days unable to get out of bed, yes. you know? So I said, you just do that? And he's like, well, let me just like look at it first. And he like sort of manipulated me and it wasn't so bad. So he's like, I think that that's probably just soft tissue damage here. Some muscle relaxers. And then he goes, and I love this shit, so if you ever meet me in real life, feel free to have these conversations with me because I love it. Um, He goes, you know, there's just a lot of misinformation right now coming from the right. And clearly he wanted me to be like, yes, absolutely. Let's talk about it, which I was. Um, And he goes on to tell me, he's like, you know, a lot of all the problems that in our society right now are because we never dealt with the original American sin of slavery, you should read a book called Democracy in Chains. This all came this like out at urgent care after a car yeah, accident? Yeah, and I don't even know how we got from one to the other. I was it, literally in a, a, in a gown with my, it was in a gown with, like, my, my back out. And I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. And um, it was just a nice thing. like, he's a 75-year-old white doctor. It's who nice was to like, hear huh? that
3: somebody yeah. his age can be, like, open and willing. To, not that, like, everybody that age is, like, unwilling to talk about the real problems of America's foundation. But, like, you know, it's nice when it's an older white person that is.
1: Yeah. And, and it was really nice. I was like, well, I guess if I hadn't been hit by a car, I wouldn't have had this lovely, um, edifying conversation with this older man. And I feel like I should read the book. Absolutely. And if anyone has read the book democracy and change, let me know. Um, I really want to start a, a book club, but I want to do it in, in real life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very hot on in real life events. Oh. I think it's important. And that's why I think a comedy is so important. Yes. I think live art, live theater, yeah. it really is so important, especially right now. It's like, because you could just stare at your phone and go insane. I, yeah. mean, I think it's important. And even sit if you're on not your performing. computer. Yeah. Yeah. So go see art. Go yes. see the Nutcracker this this or this Christmas season or what holiday season. What information, like, like got, like, what
3: misinformation? I just, I'm, I know you don't remember, but I'm so curious how we got there
1: about misinformation. I guess, like, was it about, like, medical misinformation at first? You know, I couldn't remember. <laughs> it, yes, you know what it was? It was about COVID misinformation. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, and, and we also talk about like, uh, you know, like um, abortion, like how all of these things <laughs> fall to medical practitioners yeah. who are Oof. like, and that's what I said, I was like, you know, I don't know. It's like all these things that are changing. It's like, it does fall to you guys to have to like figure it out. Great. We live in California. Right. And that's the thing is I remember when they, uh, when Trump was president, they would just talk about like, oh, liberals in a bubble. Thank God. I mean, like, I feel so, that's the issue is that the bubble should be expanding. Yes, bigger not, bubble. Oh, you live in a bubble. You don't know how we live. We see how you live, and as a queer person, as a woman, I refuse no. to be like, that's the normal way, or like, that's how people should be No,
3: living. no, no. You the know whole, what I mean? No, we should all be one big bubble, and the people who don't want to live right. in it can leave.
1: <laughs> and unfortunately, I don't know where they're going to go, because I plan on having the queer and trans bubble surround the Earth. Yes. I mean, it, it, look, is Fire that, that what they Fire themselves off into space with Elon Musk. Go live on Mars with that fucking
3: jackass, oh, and get God. the fuck <laughs> out of here.
1: Announced the civilian, like, the first civilian crew of, like, the first SpaceX Oh, yeah. Moon. And literally, like, somebody retweeted it, It's like, um, uh, my condolences to these people's families. Like, Steve Aoki's on there. It's like, uh, guys, uh, you're all going to die up there. Yeah. I um, it's actually quite a big thing to go to the moon. Uh, that's why we don't do it all the time, you know. And you, being a DJ, I'm just concerned when a gasket blows, what are you going to do? You right. Know? Like, are there no professional astronauts going on that flight? Probably none. They were willing to pay Elon Musk millions of dollars. I mean, I assume that's why they're on there. You know, they're also all hot, and it's like we Ugh. don't need hot astronauts. Astronauts do enough for us. Yeah, they don't. Have, I mean, there are there are plenty of hot astronauts, but it's yeah. just like that should not be the focus. You should be focusing on space. Aww. Anywho, that just makes me think um, of that
3: fabulous photo of that one astronaut who like um, gets. They have those professional photos that they take with like in front of the oh, American yes, flag, and yeah. they're in the spacesuit, and his two big dogs are on his
1: lap. Yes. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah, let me see. What was that guy's name? I forget. Leland Leland D. Melvin. Mm -hmm. Icon. Icon. Yeah, just Google astronaut dogs. And it's his two very cute, very excited, happy dogs. They're so happy. Him in his astronaut suit. And he has the biggest smile on his face. That photo this is a like, man who's living right. Is Prozac.
3: Like, it just is. Yeah. Like, it just Ooh, makes yeah, you feel good him. to look at it.
1: It's really nice. Ooh, yeah, that's good. So if you're ever
3: low on your SSRIs or antidepressants or anything else, just look at that photo of Leland Melvin.
1: Leland D. Melvin. He uh, served on the Space Shuttle Atlantis as a mission specialist on two different trips. Um, and he was then named NASA Associate Administrator for Education. And he's retired now, but my God, to go to space twice—that's so. This much. man went to space twice. When I lived so in L.A., was- I wouldn't go to the West Side twice. Like, I'm on the West Side, and I don't want to be here. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of. Did you ever see that SNL sketch with that um Bryant did about like when they went to space and there wasn't enough, there wasn't another spacesuit for the uh, the third female astronaut? That sounds familiar. Basically, they didn't have another girl uh, oh. spacesuit, which I don't even know what that means. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason. Yep. I, it's some it has to be, but uh, she just talks about like, no, no, that's fine. I see space through the window, and that's close enough for me. it it's just <laughs> like her trying to be happy for her yep. colleagues. I'm here. It's very fucking fine. funny, said How are you doing? I'm fine. How's your spine? How's how's your vertebrae? Generally doing?
3: fine. Generally fine. fine. Um, Good. been been okay. Knock on. Uh, wood here that it stays okay. Um, yeah. I, I will say, I'm too old to sit on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could told you that. My friend, yeah, I mean, I've known that for a while, but sometimes yeah. I thought it was just my, bef- the before I had surgery that I was like yeah. in pain and now I'm like, no, I can't do it now either. <laughs> yeah. My friend lent me his Nintendo, his Super Nintendo system. Oh yeah, oh
1: good. So you mentioned that before you, he finally hooked it up and you're, yeah, so are he you hooked, hooked it, it, it up I played
3: like an hour of Donkey Kong yesterday oh, hell yeah. and then Natasha came over a friend of the pod. And a rabies pal. Um, And she uh, came over and we played Super Mario and Mario Kart and got super stoned. And then she left and I played like another hour of Donkey
1: Kong. Allison, that sounds like a blast. But
3: the cords are really short. So I have to sit on the floor in front of my TV like a child. And I like could not stand up afterwards.
1: Can you get longer
3: cords? Can you replace the cords? I think you can. But it's like a special. I would have to like get them. I'm like... This yeah. should have wireless. i to right there. Yeah, this should have a wireless. But it's an oh, old, yeah. it's, like, a little, yeah. like, fake old system. So it's, like, designed to be nostalgic. But, like, even just seeing the, like, you know, the Nintendo logo and, like, the Rareware logo, like, at the beginning and, like, hearing the sounds, it, like, instant time travel. Like, I was like, oh, it is 1994 again, and I am in my parents' living room playing these games. So, it's been a very fun experience. I might buy a Nintendo. I don't know. It's really fun. But I'm like, when would I play this?
1: Well, I guess there's something, because, like, I'm really trying to stay off Twitter, because I'm going insane on it. And so, um, I'm really, like, I I think maybe I thought of video games, like, it's hard to relax while looking at a screen. But, and I do think that's somewhat true for me, but at least it's, like, a different part of your brain, like you're not—it's not the same like ravenous right. content maw.
3: Yeah, and it's also not like full of hate speech. Um, yes. or like what? Like, yeah it's, a like very, yeah, it's like really nice. Like when I was playing yesterday, I was like, oh, I just spent like forty minutes not thinking about anything else. Like yes. it's like it's like going for a
1: walk. Right, Mario's not going to turn to you and, and ask you about I, the Jewish. Yeah, problem. be like what you know, is a woman like? like okay. <laughs> You're like Mario. That's none of your business. Drive the car, bitch.
3: <laughs> um. Well, well, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. That so it has been fun. And uh, for the listeners out there, if you haven't guessed, we're uh, we don't have a movie this week. We're clearly just like don't fucking have a movie. around.
1: Well, you know, we thought. Um. Uh, you know, we gave us a lot of thought. We thought about this for months, and we yes, said months and months. We gotta you know, give them what they want, which is like mail a mailbag, sort of year review. Like, yeah. just sit down and be casual. Yeah. I'm, of course, joking. We were going to do a regular movie and then I was hit by a car. Yep. And my, I'm going to do my best. Um, yeah. My neck is just, it doesn't even, it's not that it hurts because I, I took medication. It's that it's seized up in a way that it is unnatural. Like, I can't, I can't don't want to, like, You to have, turn. like, the
3: opposite of exorcist head.
1: Yes, like, exactly. Like, it's like, instead of
3: going all the way around, it doesn't move at all. Like, <laughs> Which is itself a problem, Yes, of I think. course. A problem for me. Um, no, but yeah, so, like, you, I, I, I don't know about you. I use my neck, like, during the day. I, I so like that would be, be cool. very challenging to not be able to. It does,
1: it does have a level of drama. If someone asks me a question, I have to be like, Whip around. Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to answer your questions. We're also going to do some superlatives. Yeah, uh, we asked you on social, <clears throat> you know, your favorites. Sorry. <laughs> we're both like... <clears throat> Okay, it's, dry it's raining in LA. Oh, it's, it's so dry. It's raining in LA. Well, see, it's the same thing. I can see like, the two drier. Now it's like the plants are like, all right, here's, here's some this stuff that you want to. Yeah. So we're in great shape <clears throat> for the holidays. Yes. And uh, let us see. What is our first question I mean, we asked on social? Yeah. I say, like, why don't
3: we um bounce between doing like some superlative? Like we'll do like yeah. a superlative or two, we'll answer a question from the mailbag. Um, I think, like... cash. Very cash. Uh, The obvious question we had to ask everybody, and I think we both knew what the answer was going to be, is what was your favorite episode Mm -hmm. of this year? And uh, Mad Men by a landslide, Um, (laughs) with an honorable mention to VHS 94, I think exclusively for Hail Ratma, which... Yes, that makes sense. As we all, we all Hail Ratma, and, um, you know, we're post-Thanksgiving, so I'm sure all of those kids... That survived or back home at, from their camp.
1: <laughs> from their incredible Thanksgiving camp where they learn the meaning of Thanksgiving. The meaning I of I Thanksgiving? Presume. It's
3: like no one in this country knows the meaning of Thanksgiving. It's genocide.
1: <laughs> I, I love knowing that people loved um, Madman, Madman, God, Madman. It's hard to say. Because it is that kind of like, we just recently did Basket Case, like that kind of absurd movie where it's like, I don't know. And then they get in the hot tub. You know, like, it's just, like, moments of, like, just uh, directorial or, like, uh, production decisions that I love. You know what I mean? Just sort of, like, I don't know, he's holding a wicker basket and there's a lock on it. You know what I mean? We got to shoot this movie. Yes. And from that, like, need to do and need to, like, fill space or, like, need to create a world that is facilitating horrific, like, monstrous crimes and murders comes such beautiful ingenuity and what other ingenuity would be the thanksgiving camp because there's no reason for it to be in thanksgiving no they are not wearing coats or anything it's not snowing no there's no reason whatsoever and we're so glad that you enjoyed that yeah i I was to me that was the hardest i laughed all year
3: for Mm -hmm. sure and also just like to me that felt like the biggest twist (laughs) it was
1: it's thanksgiving you know, and I will say, as someone who has seen a lot of horror movies, there are a few things that can still surprise me. And whenever they do, I really want to reward the movie. You could have knocked me over with a feather, Allison. I mean... You could have slapped me across the face. Like, it was such a reveal. The, anything else that happened was, like, just gravy after that. It really what was. What was your favorite episode, do you think, from the year?
3: I mean... I have to say, I've really enjoyed the anthology movies that we've done, and like, so it makes fun. me excited about wanting to try and figure out a way to do TV to do a series yes. because, like, I'm like, yeah. I think we can get there. It's just a matter yeah. of how, and we do have to think it through. Um, mm-hmm. but which I is not that, our
1: strong suit.
2: You know no, this. it is not.
3: Because, like, I'll say this: we know that my brain isn't like one of the better ones, and so I sometimes halfway through these movies, I'm like, I forget who all these people were already. <laughs> <laughs>
1: man, what is wrong with us? Like sometimes (laughs) we say stuff and I'm just like, we both need to be examined thoroughly by a panel of professionals. We like laugh it off.
3: And I'm just like, (laughs) what did you say 10 minutes ago? As if I don't (laughs) have severe brain damage, probably from when I had asymptomatic COVID a year ago.
1: Well, I do feel like, and to be fair, it's like, this is an interesting way. I feel like science versus society, right? Yes, Because it's like both, we all had, I mean, I had COVID and it's like, there obviously, people
3: are having symptoms. Yeah. The brain fog is very real. And I absolutely had that, but nothing else associated with it, which is why I'm always like convinced. It's like, I'm going to drop dead one day. And they'll be like, well, it was that.
1: Well, I mean, unfortunately we still live in that world yeah. and it's still happening and it's spiking again here in Los Angeles. Yep. Same in New York and, and I-, I think everywhere. Yeah, and and I think that there, so it's like there's that part which is the actual the biological event, but then also as a society we have decided we are not we are not going to address any of this. Nope, we are not going to like talk about dis all the things we could have taken from I it. No, disability accommodating people, providing like public health. People are like, no, nope, we will we refuse to learn one fucking lesson. Nope. So if so, I think there are people, probably people who are walking around with like memory or, or brain fog. For sure, there they will. Much like in a way, I don't know, similar to like how I think about being gay or like thinking about um, ADHD. It's like we cannot seemingly, we cannot have these larger societal conversations that would be very helpful to people who are like, hey, do you experience brain fog? Maybe we don't know the answer now, but like, let us know when we can work with you. I'm sure there's things that people can do. Absolutely. Instead, people are like, no, me just dumb. Yep. It's me. It's me. It's the individual. Yes. I'm, I'm actually a piece of shit. And because that's in our society, they have to blame you for it. They right. have to blame you, Allison, for yep. not being able to think for a goddamn second. Yeah. Because then they don't have to take any responsibility or, or, or address it. You know, that being said, the only time I've seen a doctor again, I still haven't seen one for ADHD was literally because I got hit by a car. Like there's, <laughs> but also it's like, listen, I am I am terrified of even like the process of finding a doctor, the process of going to the doctor, be like, JK, this isn't covered. Cause I've had that kind of stuff happen before where it's like, oh yeah, you got this covered, just kidding, here's a $4,000 surprise when you're 24 or whatever. Like, it's just insane, so. Um,
3: My friend, our friend Divya said to me, she was like, there is nothing worse than starting a new healthcare journey. And I think that that is 100% accurate. Like, it's not even like, oh, this is the worst thing. Like, it's just like starting to see a new kind of doctor. Then they have to start with like all the basic tests. If you're a woman, they're usually going to be like, we don't really know why or how this happens. Like, it's just like- yeah. An ongoing thing. So, you know, again, once again, I think like a uh, favorite episode of the year is irrelevant. Scariest thing of the year, the American healthcare system. Uh, and also always, our
1: greatest villain. And also Ratma's pretty scary.
3: Ratma, and, very scary.
1: And Ratma, I think I'm very much, I think maybe, as we go next year, I definitely want to do more movies. I'm really in a monster mood. I'm really in a yes. creature, feature fucking mood. There's something about practical effects and like, the puppetry of it, like a wet mm-hmm. puppet there. I, yes. I I don't know whether I'm just like in that kind of like angry mood. I don't know what it is, but like, I want to see more big old rat people. Yeah. I want to see more more ratma take, mm-hmm, Taking of Deborah less, Logan, sort of like the unhinging yes. of the jaw, swallowing
3: someone. Yes. Yes. It's like also like, I don't know, in real life and in like global news, I I see enough um, men killing people <laughs> And it's like, I would love to see a giant rat killing somebody instead.
1: Yeah. And and I thinking about that, I, I have an idea for a short film. I want to try, start to figure out if I could do. Ooh, and, I think you can. And it's sort of a, a monster. It's transformation. It's in horror, a lot of it, you know, sort of transformation, a lot of body horror. A lot of it feels or it is kind of queer, even if not like specifically, um, you know, sort of called out in that way. And I don't know, there's something about that. That, yeah. And it's like we how we understand the world through analogy or like metaphor. Mm-hmm. Like that's what mm-hmm. art is. And the art that we like is um, a big old rat god big stinking old rat and god. crawling out of a sewer pipe. That's what I hear. Throwing for. up
3: black liquid. Oh, that yeah. Was, that was, that's what they were up to, right?
1: You know, they never say what the liquid is, but yeah, it's like a black, yeah, like a ooze coming up. And you're like, that's Ratma for you. That's Ratma. He's full of surprises. That's for yeah, sure. That guy. Ooh, Samantha says, if you could rewrite the ending of one of the movies, which one and how would you rewrite it? This is a fascinating question. And I have like all of our episodes, like I'm looking at the list. I feel like there were several movies
3: where they end and I'm like, I need five more minutes. Mm -hmm. Like just to see what happens. Like, it's like, I do love the ones that like end up being like, that are just like, anyway, he's still out there. Yeah, Like, they, they didn't win like the, the killer did or the monster did. Like, those are fun. But, like, sometimes I'm like, give me just five more minutes to see, like, if— he, And I get that that's the horror. But, like, I need information, hence the entire existence of this podcast.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think. You know, the only one that sort of comes up, I don't know. I Because I wouldn't change the end of Thinner, But, mm. like, it's almost like you wanted to see— I didn't want him— to get his final moment of, of success, because if you're right. in thinner, like his daughter eats oh, again. Spoiler alert for all these movies. Uh, hopefully, yeah. you've listened to the episodes. So he has the pie with the curse. He wants his wife, who again he sort of just presumes is cheating on him, and there, therefore deserves to die. Um, his daughter eats the pie, and at the end, uh, and the, and the wife also eats the pie. And at the end, he's filled is filled with despair, and then the the um mm-hmm. the other man shows up to look at to meet up with the wife. And, um, he gets a moment of like, I'm going to at least, if, if, even though my family's all dead, I get to feed this cheating man who fucked my wife the pie. And I don't yes. think he earned that, even that moment of happiness. No. I want him to just eat the pie himself and fucking die unhappy just because he is truly the most loathsome, um, horror movie protagonist, I feel like. yes But, um, so that's the one that comes to mind. But then is like, eh, would I change it? Probably not. But I didn't, uh, yeah, that's, what, what, what do you, what do you think, Allison? I agree with
3: that. I will also say final girls. I would have liked Malin Ackerman and her, uh, she was the mom, right? Or yes, was she the daughter? I just yes, wish that the mom could have come back and that they could have like somehow, that it would I have know. been like a really happy ending of like we could go back in time to before she died and then they could have had all that time together or like to be like adult. Like, I know. I just, I just wanted that sweet ending for that movie because it was like so cute and lovely
1: um, for a horror movie. Um, yeah, and I guess there's just, it's just the, uh, it, you know, you couldn't eat, have to have the bitter with the sweet. You know, you mm-hmm. have to it's true this time. It's true. Yeah. Those, yeah. I think that those are, I think those make sense.
0: Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.
2: Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat, not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better, too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.
1: Um, let's do worst death scene. Oh, yeah. So um, the most responses was a speak no evil stoning. And as yes. a close second, the barbarian head smashing. Oh, wow. I did not see that one ranking. Um, I guess, I, yeah.
3: I would say the speak no evil stoning is one of the worst deaths.
1: Yeah, and again, boy, that and it really stays with you. And um, there is something about yeah the brutality of it. It's sort of um, there's nothing. It's not a surprise. It is yeah. a slow, brutal death,
3: and I, that's so much scarier. Yeah, than like all of a sudden, like oh my god, like versus just like um, a slow march to a gruesome death, is harrowing.
1: Yeah. There's a slow, yeah, it's like, and also the fact that they, you know, it's like, let's say the menu, you know, if you saw the episode, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Doug Varick, the the angel investor, is lowered into the water to drown. He can't escape. So it is a slow death, but he's bound. Like, he he, he, Yeah. This is, they could at any point in time try at least run. And they don't do it. And that is as horrifying as the stoning Mm -hmm. itself. It's like, to be so complacent and controllable. You know, and again, horror getting at like something in ourselves, like that idea of like, what would you do in that situation? A lot of us, maybe not a lot of us, but sadly some of us would be like, well, I'm just going to not do anything because I don't know how to handle this. Yeah, right. I'm just going to do what they say. And then uh, barbarian head smashing. You know, I think I I, want to channel, uh, in 2023. I want to channel the mother's energy. I want to okay. go in there. I want to be smashing heads. I want to be busting yeah. through walls. I want to be surviving dives off of water towers. That's where I I want to go big with it, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, Some other, there's another one that I agree with that was written in either on Instagram or Twitter by mm-hmm. at the spooky bookworm. Do we? Like, not the worst death yeah. in terms of, of gruesomeness, but like, do we, like he didn't need to die. Like, it just, like, yeah. it is a bummer, like, especially in that franchise. He's so beloved. To uh, do, I'm talking about Scream, of course. Um, and if you didn't know that Dewey died in Scream, I'm so sorry, but you should go listen to all of our Scream yeah, episodes. I mean, you know. um, but I think that that like, that, like, there are some worst deaths that are just, like, narratively the worst and not just, like, physically, yeah. you know, the most violent, the most horrific.
1: And I think they did a good job with it. Like, I thought David Arquette was great and Courtney Cox's response to it. But it is, like, it did feel, like, to a certain degree, that they did it specifically to give the Scream 5 stakes. Like, this is really a part of the franchise. Yeah. And that's fine, but he's the he's just, like, one of the... He's one of our three, you know, he's... It's, yeah, and then it's also, like, extra
3: devastating to know that Nev Campbell's not in Scream 6. And it's like, well, we could have, like... Yeah. Now we're down two? Like, well, all we have is Courtney Cot. I mean, I yeah. stand Gale forever, but is... Is that enough to carry Scream Six? Like, I'm very curious how that's going to go.
1: And then we 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 talked about this when we did Scream Five, the live show. But just to confirm, if anyone's seen photos of Scream Six, Hayden Pantantier is got a tough last name. Yeah, and it's too many
3: consonants that don't work together for me.
1: And this is not a, a novel idea, but it makes me think of that, like, Italian bread, that, like, holiday bread. Pan, panettone? Panettone? Yeah. So I just assumed that her last name was panettone. Yes. Panetone. God, I want some holiday bread. Look at this! Look at all this holiday bread, Allison. What is holiday bread? I mean, I know what you're oh, talking bread, about. Bread like, for what the is holidays.
2: It? What
1: this is it? It's like a, so it looks like a chef's hat. So it kind of has, mm. like, a, a muffiny oh. top and then, like, a stump. And yes. then it's filled with like fruit and nuts, and it is a fruit cake, but it's like the better version of it. It's like um, bread with like, yeah, is yeah, it, is that there raisin bread? It's something in the ve- more of a vein yes. versus like a cake, I think. Okay, and I Great. think the, the older I get, the I want something to be a little less. I don't want it to be too sweet. I'm like, oh,
3: it's too sweet. Yeah, I d- yeah, I, I don't do super sweet anymore. I I really I need things that are like slightly more into the savory world.
1: Yeah, as our as our tongue or taste buds die, we get to enjoy more nuanced flavors. Um, Can I pitch? Oh, sorry.
3: No. Can I pitch another worst death that I think for me? Of course. Is in Gerald's game when the husband dies. It's Mm -hmm. not his death that's terrible, but it's knowing her scenario. Like, yes, I mean, it's the whole movie is like her being trapped there and him being dead, and like I think that that like that one like stresses it's the most stressful death
1: i yeah. think for me i completely agree yeah cuz that's a different question it's like what uh, like what um not the, not the death itself but like the ramifications of the death yes in the film that's a really good point hmm do you have any other oh, any oh other okay. contenders puppet master okay <laughs> those death little of american guys. cinema <laughs> really freaked me out, right? I'll say it as plainly as plainly yeah. as I can. I don't those... like those little guys. I don't like them coming oh. around. I don't like nope. their little bad plans. I don't like their little suitcase that they live in. Now we, we did talk about how Blade, the main uh puppet, is turning a look. He is into men's fashion. He has a fedora, like a long gray trench. But plenty he of terrible gray.
3: people look great. So
1: um and I think there's there is the um uh the death scene where the leech woman you remember the mm. And as, as the female puppet, she has to be sexual, of course, because that, as a woman, yes, you are, you're required to be sexual even when leeches are coming out of your mouth. Personally, I, I like to divide the two, but she the vomiting of the leeches onto the body is, because I don't think that's like, technically that's not the death. That's the worst shit I think from this year that I'm like, yeah, I was not prepared to see that. And again, it's not scary. It's just so unsettling. I was deeply unsettled by that. Oh, also that's from December of last year. It's not even a year of review. I went too far wow, back. Oh, you went too far. But I do think, yeah, because the first one was January 4th, we did the Night House. Another yes. great ph- phenomenal film. I, Ugh, Night yeah. House.
3: Yeah. But um, chilling, but also fabulous in its architectural uh, views.
1: Yeah. It'd give you a little something to look at, malignant style. Um, let's see what other questions we have here. Ooh, okay. Cabin in the Woods style. What yes. this is from Timmy. Thank you, Timmy. Um, Cabin in the Woods style. What kind of what what kind of monster in the sort of yes. cage would you be based on who you are as a person? And he and this person said, "I know I'd be a werewolf covered in body hair since elementary, and it's only increased." <laughs> Timmy, I'm there, especially with the body hair every yeah. day. I we talked about this. I definitely want to get laser hair removal. It's just like It, it will be a financial yeah. commitment that I'm yeah. just not prepared to make. It's right a big now.
3: one. And like, you got to go a bunch, I believe, depending on what you're doing. And it's just like, it's a time commitment. It's a financial commitment. It's a lifestyle. But it
1: seems like the results are good. And and like, I support, again, as a, as a, a queer person, it's like, I see like so many queer femme person who, or, or, or any queer person who embrace their body hair. And on them, it looks like cool and natural yeah. and like beautiful on me. It looks like I am covered like in glue, and then like a bunch of like um clippings from like the floor of a salon got blown on me, yeah, yeah it's not good body hair, does that make sense? like yeah. some people have good body hair, yeah, I wish, yeah, you know no I not work me. with somebody who has a fabulous uh, like a signed female at birth person, just fabulous hair, incredible hair yeah. that uh, you know like long gorgeous hair, a full on mustache, they look yeah. incredible, I wish. Yeah, uh, mine. If I were to grow, because I'm mostly talking about my facial hair, I would just have like a little scraggly goatee. I just, it's not a great look.
3: Yeah, no, it does. Yeah, it's, it's not for us, and that's okay.
1: What monster, Allison? Like, yeah, I'm trying to think of like, and is it just like classic? Because like, I, I, I have think you something can go wide in, with
3: it. I think you can, I think can be anything. Like, genre-wise, um, a robot.
1: Yes. A hundred yes. like shopping mall, a shopping mall. I'm a killbot. Like I'm yes, a killbot. Yes, you are just a killbot. Like, kind of
3: just like not flexible. Um, <laughs> kind of cold. Actually <laughs> holding a gun up like this as you drive around, <laughs> saying thank you for your. Wait, what did they say in that movie?
1: Um, I want to say thank you for shopping,
3: but thank let you let for shopping. Yeah, thank you for shopping. I don't know, but I think I would be a like I like maybe not even specifically a killbot. Though, like we know, I love a mall. Um, thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you. Have Thank a nice you. day. Thank have you. Have nice a nice day. Wow. Allison, you're absolutely right. You are a killbot. I'm a killbot. Like, I think, and I know that that's not like Cabin in the, but like, that's the monster of like our uh, world of ruins yes. that I think that I am the most uh, connected to. Absolutely. And again, like, I would love to live in a mall.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the killbot really had a lot going for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It had of- its little friends.
3: Yeah. There was a whole little, bu- like the whole little system of them and they could take elevators. <laughs>
1: I, t- I take elevators. <laughs> really? Yeah, like they they couldn't take the stairs. So they really got to enjoy no. themselves. The luxury of the yes. elevator. Oh, the luxury of an elevator. You can so sleep I think, all day and then work at night, which is kind of what you night. do anyways. Yeah. I mean, it is. That as is a kind comedian, of what I do. As, as a, comedian, a
3: comedian. I'm working at night. I'm sleeping in late. Um, yeah. So I
1: think, yeah, a killbot
3: or or just a general robot, you know, I'm made of metal and don't bend a lot and need to be recharged often.
1: <laughs> Damn. Allison, you, yeah, I was like, you've really read yourself. That's I really, exactly right. I know who I am. What about you? Do you have like a sense
3: of what kind of, mon- what genre of monster or like a specific one from uh, the, our world?
1: I definitely, I mean, I really feel werewolf as well. I think ratma. I think I'm going full ratma. I do think that there's some ratma in you. Again, very hairy, much like to uh, Timmy, to like, like sort of, um, you know, I think it's like they were worshiping Ratma, but it didn't seem like Ratma knew what was going on. So I feel like no. not really knowing what's going on at any point in time. Yeah.
3: And like um. living,
1: like, like <laughs> cult, like you could accidentally have a cult. Do right. you know what I mean? But it would be a Ratma style cult where like, I'm not like the a Keith Raniere where like, right. I have You're not trying plan. to do anything. But I just look over I'm like, like, oh, you guys are in my sewer with me. Okay, I guess like, that's fine. Yeah,
3: you want some black
1: ooze? Like, Plenty yeah. to go around, like a like a benevolent cult leader, a benevolent cult leader, or just sort of like a someone who just yeah, I do like the idea of a cult leader who bubbles bum, bum, into it is very fun. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. also I am the kind of person I'm really working on this, but I was talking to a coworker yesterday, and he was saying like the, the power went out on his block and here in LA, and he's like, well, I guess I'll just um, freeze tonight. Like he was just like when when faced with something like that, he's like, I don't know, I don't know. The first First idea of how to resolve First,
3: this. Yeah, so just it, doing it just, nothing.
1: Yeah, there's something about Ratma where it's like, what does Ratma do? It just comes out of a hole and it barfs black ooze that it goes back in. That's pretty, that's what I could do. This is what, this podcast is that, black ooze. And um, yeah, so I'm going to go Ratma. I think this Ratma's right. good for you. Thank you. I really appreciate Ratma it. Ratma and Killbot yeah. together forever. Oh, a
3: little Ratma, a little Killbot. Okay, so our next superlative is... um. Which movie could you have survived and why? Um, and we have a couple of listener, Iggy and Stella, at Iggy and Stella said, mm-hmm. scream because I never answer the phone. Yes. Which I love. Um, it, and um, another, Sarah Jeros mm-hmm. at Sarah Jaros, uh, as above, so below, because I'm not going down there. And I fully agree, like, yeah. I could survive any of the movies where it's opting in to what is obviously a bad scenario. Like, just because I don't want to do stuff.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I, uh, an, our, a friend of the pod, Naomi Perrigan, who mm. uh, did drag me to hell as one of our guest episodes, she she was just, I just saw her this weekend for her birthday. Happy birthday, Naomi, if you're listening to this. It, it, we we're she's talking about like, as, as a black woman, it's like to watch Barbarian and be like, I, it, simply I wouldn't go. I would simply yeah. have driven my car to uh, like a McDonald's or Walmart parking lot and slept in my car. Yeah. I'm not going in the house to begin with. No. And she was saying, and I think this is really, it's like, could there be a horror movie if you really are playing to the top of your intelligence? And I think so, but that horror movie is then like, the thing follows you. Like, it's like, it's almost yes. like, it, one of these where it is like, um, it's so totally out of your hands, which is terrifying. Like, yes. it follows. Like, it would have to be, it follows like, yeah, you fuck some guy. That's, there's no way that she could have known that's what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. So in that way, she really and I do think that movie is a good example of like they were trying their absolute best. Now their kids, they had no information. But everyone's like, we gotta figure this out. Mm-hmm. Versus, say, you know, mad madman, mad where it's like, huh, everyone's disappeared. Guess I'll do the same thing they did. Yeah. And I'll be back in 20 minutes. I'm sure I won't be killed in the woods. And then right. you go I'm off. gonna march
3: into the woods alone with no weapons or safety. And uh, you know, it'll yeah. be fine.
1: Um I but, do think
3: yeah. I could have also, so Old is a movie where I'm like.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay.
3: I, because the answer was to swim, I could have done that once we yes. knew that that was the answer. You're absolutely right. But I also, like, once, it, once things really got going on Old Beach, I think I would have been like, all right, fine. I'm just going to sit on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and let absolutely. it, and let, like, you know, my life kind of, like. Disappear and <laughs> die there, and be like, okay. Like, the, I think that yes. would have been for me the death of least resistance.
1: Yeah, and I and I want that for you too. I don't want you to do anything horrible. I want you to have just a nice sit life and
3: age quickly. Yeah,
1: that's one fine. That's what's happening on the game. beach anyway. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I was on the old beach, I'd be the one person who does have to um, go to the bathroom. So I would yes. just have to stand in the ocean, is like hiss and shit just falls out of me at, like, the rate of my aging, I'd be like, why is no one else dealing with this? I would just be peeing, like, the entire time. I mean,
3: a, no movie has ever skirted the bathroom issue more yeah. than Old Beach. Or Old. And if old you're Beach.
1: listening to this and you are a horror filmmaker, we need answers, okay? We're not doing that anymore. Right. You don't need a whole scene. You don't need no. to show stuff. But I mean, if you address. want to show stuff, we'll watch it, but we'll yeah. Watch it. But, like, just to have somebody
3: acknowledge, like, I found a toilet. Or, like, I have <laughs> to pee. Like, just like... Everyone, I found a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no, Absolutely. it's not inside, it's outside.
1: Um, just a loose toilet in the woods? That's a scary. A rogue toilet? I can't think of anything scarier there. than that. <laughs> also, it's like, How a toilet it- in the woods would just Whose be the same as... toilet is that? Going to the bathroom in the woods. Yes. It would, it would have I- no meaning. It's de- It's a decontextualized toilet. Very scary.
3: You know what? I will say... If I found a toilet in the woods and I had to pee, I would pee in the toilet and not on the ground because I would, I would rather sit than squat.
1: <laughs> right. The illusion of a toilet. You know, there's yeah, some right. jackass out
3: there who would hover over that. And it's like, come on, girl. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good, yeah, at that point. I thought you were saying <laughs> there's some jackass when you looked down and, like they're just faces looking up at you. <laughs> whoever that toilet there has a long-term plan regarding yeah. the toilet and you've just the, become a part of it. Toilets do not accidentally
3: end up in the woods. Yes, we could all agree on that. Um, um, which? What do you think you could have survived? Besides man. the ones that, again, we all agree, like, I wouldn't go. Like, I would yeah. never do as above, so below. Because I'd be like, I'm not going in the catacombs.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. You know, I'm trying to think. Um, boy, I just feel like realistically, I'm not surviving m- much of anything. You know, I yeah. want to be totally, um, you know up front with people yeah. about the likelihood. Um, what could I survive? I think I would, um, I think I would survive monkey shines. Cause I mm-hmm. do think they only really address one point. Like it's like monkey shines works because the protagonist is in a electric wheelchair. He's like, his mobility is limited. So the monkey is then able to sort of like wreak havoc as yes. someone who is at least bigger than a monkey. Mm-hmm. I think I could get that. Even if it had yeah. a razor, I think I could hit that thing with a baseball bat. Yeah, I think I could uh, figure out a way to fight the monkey. And, I think so too. Yeah, and survive. I think, I, I think that you could fight a small monkey. I, thank I believe in you that. and win. Most importantly, and, <laughs> and win. win and win and win. Now, now it wouldn't be it would you wouldn't it would be a hard fight to watch. I'd be fighting for my life out there. But I do believe in my heart of hearts that I could beat a monkey in a in a knife fight. If I had a razor blade and a monkey and a razor blade, I think I could beat that monkey. Yes. I think you could do that. Also, I forgot that our tagline for Monkey Shines is Helper Monkey or Harbor Monkey. God, <laughs> we're good at this. I mean, what? art. Art, baby. Art. art. This is art.
0: Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.
2: Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat,
3: Uh, so we're back to a general question about the pod, and uh, Lauren asked us a few movies that you've covered have been turned into musicals, which I guess Reanimator and Evil Dead are both musicals. So, what other movies that you've covered for the pod do you think would make good musicals?
1: Hallie, I'm dying to know what you think. <laughs> well, you know, I actually saw the Evil Dead musical in New York twice. Whoa! It was fucking great. It was so fun. And so we went with my my brothers um, and then, or I went with, I think maybe one of my brothers, but then my my youngest brother was in town. So we went to go see the Evil Dead musical again. It was like off, off Broadway. And Mm -hmm. the first couple um, uh, rows was the splash zone. So you got a tarp because there was so much fake blood spraying off the stage. Uh, Please look it up. I'm sure the musical is on um, YouTube where there's probably recordings. I Um, would not want that. I, it, to me, a thrill of a lifetime. It was like- I mean, like, I would to, not want know. to be in those rows, rather. Right. It was very, um, you know, sea World. You know, it was, you're going for the experience. But yeah, they do say, like, on the tickets, like, do not wear anything you don't want potentially stained. Do not wear, like, colors. Like, it's not worth it. Um, I think Orphan. I think Orphan seems the natural, the yes. drama of it all. Like the- A
3: dark Matilda, kind of.
1: Yes. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yes. Yeah, all the school dancing. scene. dark Matilda, absolutely awesome. Yes.
3: I, I think Christine.
1: Oh, would be a good one. now is somebody pl- a human playing the car, or is the car on stage driving around? I think the
3: car is on stage driving around. Oh, like, it's
1: like um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors with the, yeah, the yeah, 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 it.
3: like like yeah, where it's like somebody's playing it, but like it is a car, not a yes. person. Like as like I'm Christine and like has like a headlight hat or something oh. like that. Like no, a full like car that someone's inside of and is like
1: you're absolutely right. But it just feels like idea. there's
3: like room for like a really sexy dance number between the lead guy and the car.
1: I think he, I think in this movie, I think in this musical, he would they he would just they would have sex. He would have sex yes. with the car. Yes, and it'd I be very clear because that's what we're dancing around in the movie. It's like no, no, there is a full-on love scene where he's making love to a car on stage.
3: Yes. And I think that like, this is what Broadway is missing. And if they want people to return to theater, um, yes. a horror musical where a man fucks a car, I don't know a better <laughs> equation for success than that.
1: We're- they're opening fucking night we're here we're there in pre- <laughs> we're there in, we're writing yes. reviews we are getting the word out we're we are, funding this project we're doing the thing where like hamilton had like that like in the street like we'll be performing we're gonna do that but it's just people fucking cars so <laughs> yeah. get on board for the christine musical everybody <laughs> also the christine's hood should move when she talks oh that's
3: exactly what i was imagining so yeah. i don't know what you were thinking <laughs> no, but I, that is definitely what needs to happen
1: okay good i'm so glad um, and another excellent um, uh, question. Fabulous question. Oh, let's see. Okay. Here's a superlative. Most surprising twist. Yes. Um, most people, most responses. Orphan first kill. We're going to talk about that, everybody. Orphan first kill. I disagree. I do not think that that yeah. was like... Guys, come on. Su- that was
3: not as surprising Come as on. Like yeah. Some of our... I will say that like finding out that um, in Gerald's game that the Midnight Man was a real person. That's tough. That was a t- like that wasn't the twist of the movie, but boy, was that a shocking,
1: horrific thing to happen! <laughs> Absolutely, you know. And I think um, it's something to think about for Orphan First Kill. I think that what it breaks down to is like, had you heard the story of that Im- of the imposter uh, mm-hmm. of the documentary, or just generally about the the French imposter, you know, or the even the concept of imposters? Because I feel like yes. America, due to capitalism and other elements, we yeah. run on grifts and scams. So maybe as an American, I'm like, well, there's got to be some sort of grift or some sort of scam. Now, I love the twist, but I think because we knew it was, they had to up the ante. Yeah. When you see it, it's very satisfying. But I was like, I feel like we, we saw that coming. We, I, yeah, you know. I, th-
3: I think they're, like we, we were breadcrumbed along to believe yes. that. In and a like, delightful way, absolutely. Yes. In a way that's super fun. And like that is a fun reveal, yeah. I don't feel like it's as much of a twist as it is like. And yes, this was exactly what was happening the whole time.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, I'm looking yes. back. Um, I do feel like um one of the it's not like the main twist, but uh in fresh, when you find out mm. that the kill the, the the captor, her captor, is married, and the implication that the woman he married was one of his victims, who they he formed a relationship with, or like yes. maybe like use that relationship to get out and is now just his wife on the outside. That yeah. fucked me up. I thought that I was like, oh, and again, an insidious they don't really get in the details, so you kind of have to uh, you know follow yeah. the dots on your own. But that that was something really shocking to me,
3: yes, yes. Um,
1: I would like to add, of course,
3: like the other surprise twist malignant.
1: Yeah, I mean, what are
3: the best twists of the
1: year? He's on the back of her head. That's amazing. <laughs> and we and it's, people have already asked this, but we absolutely do be, will be doing Megan for January live it's a January's live yes. show. We have yes. to. It's we have um, to. You know, it's it's one of the same writers. Let me look them up here. But it's um, of a piece with Millington. It, it fills us with the same again, like horror as like camp, horror as like fun and gruesome and like mm-hmm. silly and disgusting. I think there's something very. Humans need it. Like, I feel like we yes. just need, there's a part of our brain that lights up when we see that kind of thing. And it's, yes. head, it's just nice. I nice to take the edge off. Now, do you think you're going to, what do you, you think about Megan? Are you more like a Megan than a Killbot? Only because Megan has that great hair, and so do you. I know. I do have great hair, and so does
3: she. And I just, I think... You know, it remains to be seen. I need to like get more info on Megan and see like what her deal is. I really do relate to the killbots and their simplicity. Um they, yeah, yeah. they are they are like me with a goldfish brain, I believe. Like I don't think that they're like out here remembering details and dates and times. Um so we'll see. It rem- you know, we'll TBD on if I'm more of a Megan or a Killbot. Absolutely. Of course, the two types of
1: person you can be. <laughs> and just yeah, so the writer of *Malignant* and um, Megan uh, Aquila Hooper and James Wan being the other credited writer, um, again churning him out. You know, this yeah. is. It, and I, I do think there's something where it's like there is a lot of horror that mm-hmm. is maybe a little, um, you know, it, 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 it is what it is, but it doesn't have sort of style or, you know, I think you have to be really thoughtful about like the way in which like style and humor highlights the horror. And I feel Mm -hmm. like there's some, (laughs) the Conjuring franchise that to me is not fun. It's very, it takes itself so seriously and it actually makes it less scary because then everyone seems like there's like, oh, well I read a book and then that's how the demon's name. It's like, I don't like react to it. And, and to me, the Megan and Malignant of all, is the thrill of having people be like, what the hell is that? Like, yes. it's us as the audience.
3: It's so fun. Yes. I want things ratcheted up.
1: Yeah. I want to. And I said this in the Malignant Live show. I screamed when the reveal happens, what the fuck? And then literally, <laughs> Zoe Bell uh, within the movie screams, what the fuck? And it was like, <laughs> I, that moment of parallel was just, again, <gasps> beautiful, um, beautiful.
3: I feel like a lot of people ask, and, like, there's a bunch of questions that could get folded into this, but I'm just going to ask you, Hallie. Okay. Are there any movies that are out there that are, like, too scary for you to want to cover for the pod or too scary for you to watch or that you're kind of dreading doing for the podcast that live kind of in, like, a next level of horror? Because I feel like that's often a question that people ask. Is there anything that's too scary? For me, I'm like, every movie we've ever done is too scary for me to see. But, like... Is there anything you're dreading that no, you've been avoiding?
1: Well, I'm trying to think. There was one movie I tried to watch. Oh, Megan is Missing. That's the only movie I genuinely oh, didn't right. want to. Yes. And it's because even before we get into a a 14-year-old girl's abduction, at a party scene, she is hit in the face. Like, a man slaps her across no. the face. And I was like, nope. Nope. I'm out. I'm good. So that, to me, is the only thing of, like, again, I, I have a hard time watching kids in horror reasonably yeah. enough. But, like... Horror is a genre where if you have a deft hand, you can sort of tackle a bunch of different things. Yes, um, children being hit or injured, like yep. if you, to me, it, it you have to be handling it with a level of like. Art, artistic care and that to me was like a movie where I'm like, I this is just not working for me. Yeah, um, I do want to do David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future because oh, I, yes. I try to do that and then like, but it is, we're maybe thinking about doing it for like the June live show, I think. Um, one, I was coming out and so I was for the time les- a lesbian werewolf that like, or like a chattering skeleton so I couldn't really like put my life together Focus. at that time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I really loved, I really, and to be fair, I was like in a, a in a David Cronenberg situation myself with my life, but I really liked Crimes of the Future, but again, it deals with the death of a child. And it's mm. very, I, oh, I really yeah. think it was well done. And like the, the larger points he's making about like, um, what we're doing to the earth, what, what, what it does to the human body when we sort of like become disconnected from the human, like our human experience, I think are very valuable. To talk about it is, I do want to, but like, it's a fucking bummer. It is t- it's a tough movie a yeah. tough watch. That again, it has moments of levity to sort of help break it up. Right. But um, that's the only movie where it's like, I know I want to do it. And I love David Cronenberg. And, you know, I we've talked about his before yes of course but um yeah i don't know so uh that's the only yeah. one that comes to mind is like it's it's a great film if you've seen it or you know uh if you're not a horror person or you're squeamish at all really don't see it it's um not uh not a good one you know yeah for that kind of thing. I, I think like what we've struggled with like based on like
3: what you've said it's like it's not that movies are too scary it's that some of them are just kind of like hard to then like retell yes. mm-hmm. um yeah and 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 either like convey what was going on or like you know you need the visuals you need the feeling you like there's you know some of those are tough so you know maybe those are the ones that we keep punting yeah and you know we got we have to do some classics we've like missed like a couple we've we not done halloween,
1: halloween. We are so sorry. This is a failure of huge of failure. The whole premise of this podcast—the fact we haven't done fucking Halloween, um, Jamie Lee Curtis—I apologize. I mean, to get her that, for right? the pod, yes. yes. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Her and Kyle Richards of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So
1: and I think for me, the one reason we haven't done Halloween is like we're trying to figure out should we do it for Halloween. But there's, I believe, twelve um, movies there's in the franchise, so many of th- and they keep releasing them. <sighs> well, because uh, uh, like the, the last one just came out, um, Hollywood ends, and like that's the last one. It's like that's not how the movie business works baby like nope next year you're gonna announce a new set of directors and like a new direction and like you know not that uh I only say this as like it's a franchise where they've kind of rebooted it and ignored continuity before so it's yeah. like if JB Lee wants to be printing money of course you're gonna I don't know but um there's a sort of a related question from Alexandra that we could do right now which is mm-hmm. what is the scariest movie you've ever seen? yes and she says when you get to the spooky scale your ratings are usually lower than i think they're going to be what's a 10 on your spooky scale and honestly like so many where i really love horror and i love the art of it and the craft of it and as storytelling i think is like you know it's obviously my favorite but in terms of scaryness i, I think i'm gonna give it to hereditary I, I think yeah and again it was like was that just where i was at where i saw that i saw it in theaters and i I, because I, I, I think I, you know, by now my my feelings about spoilers. I had already read what happened, and even knowing was so shocking and insane, and mm-hmm. like so perfectly like played for dread that that to me was the scariest movie watching experience. So it's not that it's the scariest movie ever, but like it again fu- it fucked me up. And when, it, yeah. when I, we had to watch it, I full out like teared up multiple times because yeah. it fucked me up so bad um Allison what do you think is the scariest movie that we've done this past year that we did this year yeah let's do 2022 all right oh and speaking of so going forward we're just going to release the um live episodes as Patreon episodes so they're not going to be released into the normal feed this seems like the right move if you guys have strong feelings let us know but that is the plan as of for 2023 yeah.
3: Um, yeah. So yeah. get tickets and make sure you can make it to the live shows or subscribe to the Patreon. Because right. Because then once they you subscribe. Won't make their ways in. Um, okay. So I was gonna say The Wretched, but that was last year that mm-hmm. we did. So I think like yeah, I do one. think that Gerald's game like yes. really did like is like up there for me. There's definitely like a lot of other things in contention and there are a lot of really scary moments this year of like yeah. thing, like I thought a lot of antlers, like. I've seen Saw. I know we covered it without me. I think it's a fucking terrifying movie (laughs) in a lot of ways. Um, Yeah, taking of Deborah Logan and Lake Mungo, just like chilling. But I do think like Gerald's Game, it's that, it's, for me, it's the movie where it's like if you put yourself in the main, um, the wife, I forget her name. Like, if you put yourself in her position, it's one of the scariest scenarios. And it's like not outside of the realm of possibility just chilling
1: yeah uh, we're just gonna we're gonna wrap things up um we're with the one last question i think perhaps the most important question Allison, which is uh what is your favorite ruined baddie and why um oh, most, yes. most responses hail ratma ratma she's got to go on i think we're gonna assume yes she's a woman i don't well i don't know gender is again a construct but in this yes. way we're constructing her as a female yes um, Hail Ratma again She's got something. You know what I mean, it's, it's not necessarily about conventional beauty, but it's about the charisma. It's about what she's bringing to the room. It's very captivating. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, at a uh, at 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 a a Nathaniel, uh, Mia Goth playing a heroine and a villain in the same franchise. So good. Um yes. love it. An yes. absolute baddie. I I I'm still lukewarm on both X and Pearl. I'm, I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. but she's great in it. She's giving hundred ten percent at Deanna E. Smith. Esther, she just wants a daddy. Who can blame her? None of Who us.
3: can blame her? I I mean, I think, like, look, everybody in, in all of the, we did all the screams this year uh, that are out, and I just, like, I will forever, you know, love every single person in every one of those movies. I think that they're some of my, because they're real people, and they're, like, modern people.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and they're all hot. You have to be
3: hot to be in a movie, so. Exactly. Like, yeah. they're hot. Um... But I do think, yeah, I might have to go Esther. I mean, I feel like she mm-hmm. really, she's got a lot going on. She's a bad bitch who's like, you know, down to business, getting the things she wants. Um, she's, she's one of my faves. Yeah. Of course she is. I mean, they've, they've made more movies. Like, they, she's everyone's icon. I think that she's probably up there for me, for what we did this year. What do you think?
1: I think I'm going to go with the new, um, the female um, pinhead from the 2022 Hellraiser. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Again, the original pinhead was a female in the story. Uh, Again, it it just feels right. And Mm -hmm. um, the, and I feel terrible, I forget her name. But the actress, it's hard to revisit and add to an iconic character and an iconic performance of a character. Yes. Um yeah, Jamie Clayton. Um, she crushed it. I, I thought it's like again an impossible task that she brought like a level of terror and yes. seduction and again craft to it. So I'm gonna go um new new pinhead, but also old pinhead. Love old pinhead as well, obviously. Yes. Um and then I just want to say that our last ruined baddie uh was our producer Sabrina is put in here from at Wisness Key. Or the person named Ariel says, I know you mean killer, but my favorite Rune baddie is Sabrina because she's cute and wonderful and makes the pod possible. And I would just like to end this by saying thank you to Sabrina, our producer, yes. and Cat, our, our editor, for all your incredible hard work and for believing in this podcast. A, a yes. time, Time's top 10 podcast. Yes, yes. And a word a, a list-making yeah. podcast. And so. just how much dealing with our schedules and, you know, my months-long queer uh, mental breakdown and <laughs> just making this all possible. We really yes. appreciate it. And Allison, I just want you to know that I really appreciate you as my co-host and, I, and my friend. And this has been a really wonderful endeavor that means a lot to me. And I just want to yes. say thank you for being a part of it.
3: Yes. And thank you. I mean, this podcast doesn't exist without any of the people we listed and like... I don't know, like, what would I be doing if I wasn't doing this? Just sitting alone, not knowing what happens in these movies, not talking to you, and, and then forgetting right. exactly what we talked about? I mean, what would what would
1: that look like? That's a hell I don't want to be a part of. We should do a recap where we I recap the episodes to you because you don't remember any of the movies. So it's, it's like, like our like, own recap podcast. Ruining,
3: ruined, which I think we yes. did at one point, but, like, just, like, actually just being like, and then you
1: said this. Yeah. <laughs> just remind me what I said because I don't remember either. And we but, just... Also, want to thank everyone who's listening, like all of our yes. listeners, everyone who signs up for the Patreon. Again, it means so much to us that anyone wants to listen to this. I know. As we, in our mind, to us, is us screaming into the void. So, we, all of your incredibly kind emails. And, mm-hmm. um, I, again, as, as we just continue to be a more political podcast, because that is the world we live in, mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate you reaching out to us and sharing what that means to you. yes And, um, yeah, we just want to say thank you so much. It, 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 it I don't know. It, it means everything. And yeah, this has been such a good year for the podcast. And we're just
3: so excited that so many people want to listen to it and want to join the Patreon and come to the live shows and buy merch and share it on Instagram. And like that, just like every time that happens, like I still get very excited because it just means that you guys like the pod, which yeah. we like do- We like doing it. And it's very fun for us. So we like, to. so thank you all um, for everything. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you all for everything. <laughs> Thank you all for everything. And I guess with that, we're gonna sign off for the year. Wow, what it, what a year! What
1: a year! What a year! Um, again, I can't wait for you to completely forget it when when the clock strikes over. I just start over. It's like you know, charging a phone. That edge of sketch. Yeah.
3: yep just just a blank. Gray space. And isn't that
1: yes. what we want? Let's all together shake our edge of sketches and start yes. anew.
3: Yeah, Smooth out those brain lines and start from scratch because that's all we have. <laughs>
1: all right. Well, we love you guys. And um, you. until next time, um, please keep it spooky.
3: Ruined is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa.